I'm Des. And I'm Jay. And welcome to your weekly dose of Savage Reality. Hello, sister. What's up? (laughs) Oh, nothing. Just enjoying this glorious Sunday morning. It's October. It's finally starting to feel fall-like here. I'm excited. I'm also going to do this thing where I'm going to watch a different Halloween film every day of this month. But like cute ones like the disney ones like halloween town and like phantom of the megaplex and don't look under the bed and like those kinds of things obviously hocus pocus derek's gonna try to make me watch like insidious and shit like that and as you should no i don't like those wow i don't i just don't like them Mm. but yeah sometimes i'm like we should just swap i know (laughs) truly But could you imagine if Derek and I were together, we would be the most boring couple on the face of the planet. We would go nowhere. We would do nothing. We would watch TV, which is fine. Right. And then you and Michael would just be out here flourishing, living life, like traveling to all 50 states within 365 days. Oh, no. Yeah. We would spend a lot of money. We'd just run it up. (laughs) Yes. But I would still make sure that both of our credit was on track because I have- excellent credit I just also like to spend money yeah yeah Mm -hmm. oh my anyway so it has nothing to do with what we're talking about today folks Uh, (laughs) so we are getting into Vanderpump Rules season two episode two and you know I'm actually like a little low-key pissed off because I did not realize that Ariana was still not in this episode yet, like full time. I was like, when did she come? And I'm assuming it's next. Well, no, it's not even next episode. Well, maybe it is next episode. I don't know, but I'm just like, I need her there. I need her there. Did you watch her on Dancing with the Stars yet this week? I did not. How do you watch Dan? I know. Um, it's not what does it come on the next day because we don't have cable does it come on like Peacock? oh hulu oh perfect okay well, yes, but you could also just google it because that's what i did because i just oh. watched her charity oh. i didn't watch everybody else gotcha. um so i just googled like dancing with the stars and then there's like a little link to the video because the dances were only like a minute and some change they weren't very long okay well yeah i'll I have to check it out but she did oh. such a good job add it to the list of fucking tv to watch there's so much tv on right now like so much good shit and so much more coming like the fall bravo lineup i have determined that fall bravo is my preferred bravo because we've got real housewives of potomac we've got real housewives of miami coming up we've got um what else? What else? I feel like there's another one. Real Housewives of Salt Lake City just started. Mary M. Cosby is back, which I'm so thankful for. Vanderpump Rules comes soon. Uh, Summer House comes soon. Southern Charm has just started. Like, so, so much good stuff. And that's only Bravo. That's not even any other fucking channel that I watch. Yeah, I didn't know. Well, you know, I don't watch Housewives anymore. But however, <laughs> I have been telling myself that I need to start Rewatching OC, Real Housewives of Orange County. Yeah, yes. Oh my god! But just because of what's happening with Shannon right now, I just want to see it happen. Like, Ooh. and I want to be caught up because you know I listen to Law Lost podcast every week. Mm-hmm. That one, I also feel like I want to watch the new Roni. Is mm-hmm. that a completely new cast? Yeah, yeah. And then, and then that you won't have to do any catching up on because it's right. totally and new, so fresh. you can just jump in. And then Salt Lake. Yeah. I don't know if I want to get into Salt Lake. Is Salt it good? Salt Lake is funny. I like it personally. I mean, I think low, knowing that alone, Jen Shaw, you get to see her like living her lifestyle and then going to prison. Like you okay, see so maybe I should watch when it. the fucking SWAT team is coming to arrest her really? on camera. Yeah, because they were like going on a cast trip and then her husband calls and says something's wrong. So she lies and says he has to go to the hospital. And then like, Five minutes after she leaves, that's when the SWAT team comes and like storms the Sprinter van. I think because there's a, is it called Filthy Rich on Hulu? That episode that's about her. 
probably there's one, there's one that's like Jin Shaw and the Shaw Shocker yeah yeah there's yeah. the one about your I've watched both of them but the one about Jin Shaw did talk about how they were getting ready to go like they were filming for the show and then yes. watching yeah so maybe I should go back and watch that because that Hulu documentary about how she was scamming these old people out of their money mm. is bad it's so so sad and I felt bad for them but I also felt bad for her kids because oh, like yeah she has two sons three sons at least she's the got, boys she's got two but like one of, no maybe she's three because I feel like she's got one that's older and he's like in med school or getting ready to go to med school or something and then she has at least one at home because after they try to arrest her on the sweater van they come to her house and like start questioning her kids and her husband and that yeah it's just like little black boys getting questioned by the cops very Wait, very traumatic. black her husband's black oh oh was her husband in on it we don't know people mm. have like he probably knew about it because okay. he's a coach he's a football coach i think at utah university oh of utah. yeah oh i must definitely watch this <laughs> what the fuck is he still coaching at utah i don't i don't know i think so but he's also a lawyer it's very confusing yes mary cosby being married to her step-grandfather is the least of the drama Cosby, and why is she married to her step grandfather? And she's black, which is even worse. But she's from Utah. I think so. Yeah. Oh, okay. So from the way I remember it, basically her grandmother built this church, and she's not she. It's not her biological grandfather because I think her biological grandfather died like a long, long time before. And so her grandma remarries this man and they build this church together. And so when she was dying, basically she said to Mary, not to Mary's mother, who is her daughter, but to Mary, she says, I will leave you my church and my whole legacy and like all the money and everything, as long as you marry my husband and take care of him. And so she does. They have a child together. And... He's, I think, like 19 or 20 or something now. And yeah, they've been married and together this whole time. But he's obviously like significantly older than her. (laughs) And she, and it's so funny because like on the show when she talks about it, she's like, yeah, just just digest it. You'll get used to it. (laughs) But we shouldn't have to get used to, you shouldn't be used to it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. It's so funny. So yeah, you should definitely watch Salt Lake City too, because this is only the fourth season that they're in right now. So you could catch up really, really easily. Okay. And then watch it like in real time if you want to, because there's this new girl named Monica, who I love right now anyway. And she was Jen Shaw's assistant prior to her getting arrested. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That doesn't sound good. Mm-mm, sure doesn't. I mean, for us, sounds bad for her. Yeah, yeah. It is insane. And she, the fun thing about her is that she was Mormon and then she got excommunicated because she was having an affair with her brother-in-law for 18 months. It's, yeah, yes, Jalen. This mess alone should make you dive in if you haven't already. The actual fuck. Yeah. This is wild. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But anyway, okay. Again, this is not what we're here to talk about. The topic, right. <laughs> but yes. So we start off episode two and we see Christina Kelly and Stassi going to lunch. And so Christina Kelly is a new castmate-ish to us. I think she might have been around here and there during the first season. But we didn't really see her a lot. Um, she's personally just not one of my favorites, but she's here. Um, I don't really know why I don't like her. I've just never, I've just never really liked her. I don't really know what it is, but I know that you like her. I know. I don't know why you don't like her either. I don't know. I feel like she's just kind of annoying to me for some reason, but I, again, I don't really know why. I don't know because she's not annoying at all. Like in the slightest. I don't know. I don't know. Either way. (laughs) Um, Stassi then explains to us her and Christina's friendship and says that basically she and Christina haven't really been as close during this two-year time frame that she was with Jax because Christina doesn't like Jax at all. 
And so then, oh, go ahead. Sorry. I feel like that also like should make you like Christina. Like if nothing else, she's like, you know what? I don't approve of the guy you're dating. And like, I don't even want to be, which I mean, I guess it may kind of be fucked up that they haven't been as close because she's been dating Jack. So I don't know. I just feel like that's a real friend right there. You know, like I don't approve of your partner. And so like, I'll be here for you if you need me. But like outside of that, like just keep your distance. Mm, I don't know. I just, I don't think I would do that. Like now mm. I've definitely had friends who've dated people that I wasn't like a huge fan of. So I maybe wouldn't be around them together, but like, oh. I'm not going to not have you as a friend because I don't like the person that you're with. Like that just seems kind of like shady to me. So maybe that's why I don't know. Oh, okay. I can't pinpoint it, but even like when she was on this most recent season, I was like, why, why do we need her? I mean, yeah, it did. It did seem kind of random because she's been like MIA for a long time, but I think they they needed somebody to like because you know it's I think thing people do things better in because if you think about Bears, it yeah we've seen a, the triplets Kristen Katie and Stassi for so long yeah and now that you know there's no Kristen no Stassi and it's like Lala Katie and you know things are just better in threes mm-hmm. yeah. that's fair yeah. but I'm also like could we not have brought like Dana back or somebody that it feels like Katie's actually friends with because like Katie is friends with her. Ariana's friends with her. It just feels like Dana would have been more, would have made more sense. But maybe Dana didn't want to come back. I don't know. She didn't. I uh, she was on Kristen's podcast and she was um, not. Yeah. Damn. I liked her. She was funny. I did too. Yeah. She seemed hella chill. Now she wasn't funny as a comedian, but she was funny as a person. Because <laughs> her stand up, I was like, mm, we need to work on that. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so. Then we see that they're just chatting and Christina asks Stassi for a recap of Sheena's birthday party. And it was just really funny <laughs> um, because Stassi's kind of like acting out what's happened and doing her Sheena imitation, which is just fucking priceless. And then basically at one point, Sheena is again talking about her oral surgery and she's like, you know, how do you think I felt about that? You know, it's my mouth and I'm a singer. And Katie goes, you're not a singer, <laughs> which I thought was so funny because I was getting like, yes, bitchy Katie. We like it. We just love it. Loved it. Yeah. And then Christina asks Stassi what's going on with her and Jax. And Stassi tells us that they've hooked up a few times over the past year and basically, he's just obsessively trying to get back together with her. But we then also find out that Stassi says she's been missing Frank, even though she's allowing Jax to, like, try to win her back. And I don't really understand why, but she's so obsessed with the thought of, like, being back with Frank that she's considering going to D.C. And she's been talking to his friends about him, even though I don't get the impression that they've spoken. And I'm like, A... We shouldn't be chasing anybody, especially not across the fucking country. B, why is she so obsessed with Frank? Like, and again, I know that we just maybe never saw when it was good between them, other than like that little brief moment of time at her birthday trip in Las Vegas. But I'm just like, girl, if he doesn't want you, move the fuck on. Like what you're doing about him is what Jax is doing to you right now. And you don't. And Jax has a lot more time invested with you than you did with Frank. So I just don't really get it. Yeah, I don't get it either. Um, because all we saw is just them being extremely toxic. And even if that was just like, you know, a snapshot or on a scale of one to 10, that was like a two compared to their, the rest of their relationship. Like that two would have been strong enough for me to be like, no, I never want to be around Frank ever again. And not only were did you act like that towards me, but then you did it on national television which right. also, like leads to public embarrassment. So yeah, I just, I don't understand why she's so obsessed about Frank either. I think she just needed to be with someone. Mm-hmm. Like she's really not trying to get back with, together with Jax because he's a cheater and a liar. So it's like, well, Frank wasn't that bad. So like, let me try to pour all my energy into being with Frank. But I'm like, why can't we just find a new dude? Like why oh, do we no need dude. to go back or that? But like, why do we need to go to somebody else? I just, it yeah. doesn't make sense to me. I don't get it famesies famesies I don't either but that is Stassi that Mm -hmm. is Stassi yeah so in our next 
quick scene or our next two scenes like one of them's really quick we see ken and lisa going into sir and this scene i feel like i never noticed it before but i feel like it's also very integral to what is to come um in this season so they are installing a bar in the garden which i didn't ever like again i guess i just didn't ever pay attention to this scene because Mm -hmm. i realized that there was not a bar already in the garden before they put the bartenders who end up being back there, back there. Mm -hmm. I think in one of my many rewatches I had, but definitely not originally. And I think too, because I've never been to Sir and I don't know how it's laid out. And we only ever see really that like main set of rooms in the alley. I don't even think that I really knew that there was a garden to begin with. And so I think that I just get confused because they talk about how much they've expanded it. But I didn't really think about the fact that like they only ever had the one big bar because that just seems like a flaw. But I guess with the size of the original restaurant, that Mm -hmm. made sense. Yeah, I was shocked. Like the first time, well, the the first and only time I've been to Sir was what, back in 2019. And so jealous. I know, I know. But it was like, it was so much small. Like they make that shit look big as fuck on TV. That thing is so small, Mm -hmm. so small. I was very surprised. But you know what? I wish that Jocelyn and I would have like walked around the restaurant after we ate or before we ate to like really see all the different areas. Mm -hmm. Because where we sat, I don't know if we've ever seen this little area on the TV show. Hmm. Uh, yeah, it was it was really small, probably the size of my uh, studio apartment in California. <laughs> I don't know. It just felt weird compared to the rest of the restaurant, but mm-hmm. whatever. Um, so, yes. So in this scene, Natalia, one of um, that's Guillermo's wife, um, her and Lisa are discussing like who they're going to put behind the bar. And then, of course, Natalia's like, well, we're going to put jacks. And Lisa's like, um, no, because he just quit. And like then he wants to come back and like oh. then we're gonna reward him with being in the bar in the garden no um so she was like you know looking for the perfect person and Natalia's like new blood so we'll leave that there and once the new blood has arrived we will reference this scene again um so later that night at sir schwartz um whose boyfriend is that katie's boyfriend yeah <laughs> it's so crazy schwartz really has let himself go when I look back at these early seasons of Vanderpump, I'm like, sure. I mean, he's a white boy. No offense, white guys. You're just not that attractive in my eyes. But I'm like, Schwartz, you had something going for you, like your cute little boyish charm. And it's like he didn't grow out of the cute boyish charm phase. Yeah, right. Now he has like a beer belly dad bod on top of it. And it's just not, it's not working for him. Yeah. Um, I don't feel like he capitalized on his younger self at all but whatever so he is interviewing for a bartending position at sir and maybe that's the new blood that they're trying to put behind the garden bar hmm. maybe. About that. but it doesn't matter um because it doesn't work out um so <laughs> yes so katie panned to her little confessional and she's like you know schwartz and i have talked about marriage but i know he needs a stable job in order to feel like he's ready to propose and i was like is bartending at Sir considered a stable job? More stable than being a model. Is it? See, I was thinking that his acting in LA might have been more stable than, no. I don't know that he ever acted in the acting of it all. I've That's just true. seen the modeling part. Um, and I think, again, like, modeling's just not consistent. Like, you could do really great for a couple months, and then maybe you have a dry spell. I mean, really, like, with acting, like, unless you're booked and busy, like, someone who's super famous it's not really consistent for you hence the current like strike and that's what I'm saying did like he really capitalize on his you know youth when he no he didn't all he failed upward I mean look at the man now with where he's at he started on the show as like a part-time actor I would say and now the man owns two bars that's a very good point only one of which was his idea yeah and then literally to no bartending experience right and then like that's tom tom i mean that was 
I mean, very little his idea also, you know, so we can't even credit him with that being his idea. I feel like that was more. Talk well, I was thinking about Schwartz and Sandy's as his idea. Tom Tom was. Oh yeah. Not Tom Tom. That's what I meant. That's what I meant. Sorry. Schwartz and Sandy's Schwartz and Sandy's. Yeah. Anywho. Um, so yeah. So Katie's trying to prep Schwartz for this interview with Lisa. Cause he's talking about how nervous he is, blah, blah, blah. Sheena walks by all Wednesday Adams and <laughs> side eye. just like Sheena, if you got something to say, fucking say it. If not, just keep it moving. Right. Well, you're not intimidating if that's what you thought that that look no. <laughs> was supposed to be communicating because it wasn't. Mm-mm. Anywho, um, Schwartz goes to sit down and have this conversation with Lisa and Lisa's asking him, you know, why do you want to work here? Da, 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 da. And he answered this question very poorly. Yes. Like, I was like, is this how you all do interviews? Because no wonder bartending is your only option. Well, and part of me is wondering, because Schwartz is a talker, he talks himself in and out of so many jams. Mm-hmm. Part of me wonders if he didn't actually prepare because he no. thought because of the show yep. that he was just going to get the job and didn't think about, like, I actually have to show that I should be able to work here. He just probably was like, oh, yeah, Lisa's going to hire me. Katie works there. All of my other friends work there. It'll be fine. You're not joining a fucking fraternity, Tom. Like you're trying to get a job. That's not how this works. However, though, when you think about it, like this is not, this is like the only time that someone has recommended someone that we know of, you know what I'm saying? And they not Mm -hmm. hired though. Because of what happened later. Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. Okay. Yeah. And we'll get there. We'll get there. So, and then Lisa in her confessional, she's like, I mean, let's look at the prototype. So this also made me look at this from a new perspective. So Tom, she was referring to Tom and Kristen, them working together. And, you know, it causes more problems probably than it is beneficial to the business, because if they're in an argument, Kristen, who has no control over her emotions at all, is going to always address her emotions in the moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Lisa's like, yeah, I'm not sure if I want to sign up for that again. But at the end of the conversation, she tells Schwartz that they're going to think about it and, you know, she would circle back. Um, but then also another reason why Schwartz probably performed very poorly during this quote unquote interview is because he said that he and uh, Katie talked about hall passes and that Lisa would be on his list. And I'm just like, is Lisa that attractive or is it just the accent? I don't know. I don't know. You know what I mean? I just like, I don't, I'm just, I don't see it, but to each his own you know um, i mean she's definitely pretty but not like not in my not opinion like, like hall pass worthy. i want to use a hall pass on lisa vanderbilt right like maybe because he thinks it's like somewhat realistic even though it's nowhere near realistic not at but all. because he like knows her and has access to her over maybe. somebody else <laughs> yeah that could be it i don't know but and yeah. speaking of lisa we then shift to her home where we see pandora arriving with Sheena hopping up on crutches because Sheena has now injured herself for the second time this season. And we're on episode two. Literally. (laughs) (laughs) And so they walk in, they see Lisa and then Sheena, for some reason, decides to tell Lisa about all the drama that happened at her birthday party, which again, why? Just why, Sheena? Why do we feel the need to tell Lisa? And again, I'm sure that's part of the show, but also like I just, I just wouldn't be doing that. And so Lisa's like, oh, well, great. You helped me make my decision. So Schwartz isn't coming to work here because he picked a fight with you and Shay, which is so not true. Sheena relayed that so incorrectly. And I was like, no, Schwartz was trying to like dead it. And Shay was the one who kept egging it on. Hence the fight that broke out. It wasn't that Schwartz started it, but he tried to finish it again. Not great, but he did. And I was just like, Sheena, you're an asshole. Like, why would you say that? And she was like, well, I guess it just wasn't the time for him to pick that fight, huh? And I was just like, she- like seriously, Sheena, just shut the fuck up. She's so annoying. And after she now ruins Schwartz's opportunity at getting this job, Sheena mm-hmm. then tells Lisa about her latest accident and the famous hematoma that we were talking about in our last episode. <laughs> Um, and Lisa's like, oh my God, it's a hematoma, it's a hematoma. And Sheena's like, do you want to see it? And Lisa's like, well, I guess so. And Sheena unwraps her foot and it's just like massively bruised. And it doesn't even look like, I mean, it looks big and bad, but it doesn't look like 
crazy. Swollen it looks faded. It looks like, like she did it multiple days before. Yeah. Exactly. It was like gray. It wasn't purple. It wasn't blue. Like, again, it looked bad, but like her having her foot wrapped up and having to use crutches, like, bitch, come on, you could have been in a boot, but whatever. You're fine. And so Lisa's like, well, I can't have you like out and about serving, but we're also short staffed. So you can just like sit there and answer the phones or something. And then Pandora chimes in and is like, oh, you can also work at the divine addiction writing about makeup. And Sheena's like, oh my God, yay. I would love that. Mm -hmm. And then we also learned that Sheena apparently has a degree in journalism. So I was like, okay, that's whatever. And Sheena makes a joke of like, well, I would love to come work there. And she's like, we can make stuff to do the coffee runs. And Pandora's like, ha ha, but like, don't bring that shit to work. Like I'm still your boss at the end of the day. (laughs) And so now not only is Sheena a singer, she's also a writer. We got journalism Barbie and pop star Barbie all in one with Sheena Marie. (laughs) It is so, it was shocking to me to learn that Sheena has, well, Sheena went to college. First of all, that was shocking. (laughs) Um, and that she has a degree in journalism. Like I would have like Sheena looks like the type who would have went to school for like makeup, like she said, or like for fashion or I don't know, nothing substantive, like journalism. You're silly, not substantive. Um, I know. It's, <laughs> it's mean, but I'm just saying that's the vibe that she gets off. You know, if you want people to totally. take you seriously, like, I don't know, show us that we should take you seriously. So yeah, but anywho that um is where we are pivoting back to sir there's a lot of episodes at sir this season there are yeah. this season this episode like a lot it's really heavy on the sir mm-hmm. which you know, love it gotta boost the business <laughs> um so back at sir we see jacks at the bar stassi waiting on some tables so stassi goes over to the bar to ask for a drink for one of our tables and then we see jacks just in his pathetic little puppy dog routine like um you know do, do you want a drink and Stassi's like, no. Uh, are you sure? Do you want anything? Um, no. And he's like, are you upset? And she's like, can you stop asking me questions? No. <laughs> he's being so fucking needy. Like, this would turn me off. If I was even considering getting back with him, like, all of this, it would yeah. be too much. And you can tell. You can tell she's not into it right now. Not at all. Not at all. It's it's just a lot. And it's just, like, lay off a little bit. At the end of the day, Jack, she fucking cheated. And then you lied about it for months. Literal months. So regardless of the shit Stassi is putting you through or like the hard time that she's giving you, whatever the case may be, like you deserve that and worse. And like for you to try to rush y'all back into a relationship or rush her being able to process the fact that you fucking cheated and lied about it. And not only did you cheat, you fucking got a girl pregnant. <laughs> like cheating's bad enough but like let's add that layer on top of it like she is in full control if she wants to talk to you just let her initiate and like don't try to do the fucking most but that's Jax and we see that from Jax throughout the rest of his time on Vanderpump Rules like anytime he fucks up he wants to like just breeze past his fuck up Mm -hmm. and think everything's supposed to be okay and it's like no you have to learn your fucking lesson but anywho so Jax ends up asking her if she wants to go to dinner <laughs> Stassi's response I'll think about it try not to piss me off tonight at work and then maybe <laughs> Jax is like that's not my intention that's not my intention I don't care that's what like, you're doing oh my gosh and so Stassi in her confessional is like she feels like she owes it to go to dinner with him because he's making such an effort and I'm like no no you don't ma'am Sure don't. You don't because at the end of the day, again, he fucking cheated on you, lied about it, turned your friends against you with his lies. Ruined your fucking birthday party. Ruined your birth. Like he does you don't owe him any fucking thing. He's putting in this effort now. Homeboy should have put in the effort before he fucking fixed his penis in another woman's vagina. Yeah. Period. Period. So hindsight's 2020, but like, no, fuck that bullshit. I don't owe, you don't owe him anything. Sure fucking don't. And over to cheater number two, Kristen (laughs) and Tom. So we go to Tom's home. Okay. We're not getting there yet. Okay. We go to Tom and Kristen's house and we see Tom pulling pieces of a coffee table out of a box. And he's telling us right now in his confessional, he's trying to be the best boyfriend 
ever by doing all these things around the house to keep her happy. Like the things that you should just always be doing when you live with another human. But apparently we can only do when we fucked up and are asking for forgiveness. And not just because someone's mad, but whatever. Outside of his confessional, we see him struggling with as many G's as that word can tolerate with this coffee table that Kristen bought from Ikea. And he's like, yeah, I have a lot of experience working with my hands. And I'm like, doing your hair? That doesn't fucking count, Tom. But then he also says playing with Legos. And I'm like, because Legos count? But okay, sure. So he's like, it shouldn't be that hard. And then I will say, having now purchased something from Ikea, I understand the fucking struggle, Tom. Because I too had to put together a piece of furniture from Ikea and shit was difficult it took me three days to put together my dresser and it was really really challenging so I feel for him (laughs) but when I originally watched the scene I hadn't bought anything for my key and I was like why is it hard I don't get it but it's hard and I don't know if this was the case then but they only use fucking pictures there are no words so I'm just like what and when there's different color pieces of wood or different textures like they try to like distinguish them it's not that simple it's not that simple not at all. And you know what company should go into like producing furniture? Like, like Ikea, what they probably envisioned is that their furniture operates like Thuma to where you truly don't need any instructions and you can just use pictures, but you're not on that level. Mm. Um, So this is a plug if you all, and this is not a paid sponsorship, but as always could be, (laughs) if you all don't have, if you don't have a bed and you're looking for a new one, if you're looking for, they've come out with dressers now, they've come out with rugs. Um, They have a headboard now that you can attach to your bed. And nightstands. And nightstands, yes. And then they have a bunch of other really cute accessories. Thuma is really expensive, but fucking phenomenal. I mean, the shit is literally dummy proof. You can't fuck it up. And Destiny and I, when I bought when I bought my first Thuma bed, when I moved to California, Destiny came with me. We put that bed together in maybe like five minutes. It took us longer to unbox it to unbox than to put it. it together. Right, 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 right. It was so freaking amazing so when michael and i moved to reno i i got a bed off article because i really liked it it was super cute it had the headboard i wanted like a big tall one took us two fucking days to put that shit together it took us two days michael had to go buy fucking tools and then we also had to call the handyman of the apartment complex so (laughs) i will never buy another bed that is not thuma ever a bed unless somebody else is putting the shit together because it won't be me and even then like when we left the emory and subleased our apartment i just left it for the people who we were subleasing it to because i was like i don't want to fucking take this apart yeah that's fair i don't want to do it because then i don't want to have to put it back together i was like fuck Mm -hmm. it fuck it Yeah, the bed that we have now, we have a Floyd bed, which could also be a sponsorship. It's great. It's a platform bed. Derek Mm -hmm. can put it together by himself in like 15 minutes. Yeah. It involves like pulling shit and all these other things, but it's essentially just like slats of wood on top of things. And then there's a headboard that you can either buy or not buy if you want it. And the thing I like about Floyd beds is that if you're cool with the platform situation all you ever have to do to make it bigger or larger is just buy another piece of wood or subtract the piece of wood so you can make it whatever size that you want. And I was like, that's fire. It's great. Yeah. I I felt like I remembered you saying that your bed was like adjustable like that. I do wish Thuma had that option because now that we're in our new space, our queen size bed is probably most appropriate, but it's Mm. like, if we ever wanted to upgrade to a king, then we'd have to buy a whole new bed frame. Mm -hmm. I do wish Thuma would make that adjustment and like, you could just add this piece and make it bigger. Or like you said, subtract a piece and make it small. Like that would be so dope. That's that's pretty cool. Do they have regular beds? Like I like your bed. It's just really low to the ground. Do they have like regular Mm -hmm. height bed? No, they don't. Which is why I want to get another bed. But I'm looking at a soft frame design bed because it's still like fairly low, but there's like three more inches and it includes a box spring or it doesn't come with the bed, but like I need a box spring with it. And I was like, I feel like that's going to be the best. Plus it's, um, it's like rounded on the edges. So it's all fabric. So like you hit your toe on it, it's not going to hurt you as opposed to mm-hmm. the very thick pieces of like birch wood on our bed. If you hit that mm-hmm. shit, you're fucked. You will yeah. then too develop a hematoma because <laughs> shit hurts. It's not, it's not fun. But anyways, I say all that to say, Tom, we understand your struggle, but also you're just an idiot at the same time. Yeah. And then Kristen is in her confessional and she's like, I know what you're trying to do, but like you still fucked up. So 
I'm going to milk it, but also don't think that this makes up for you cheating. Right. right. Don't think that like you doing what you should do as a fucking partner takes the place of you doing what you should never do as partner. Right. Don't think that like you putting this coffee table together is going to make me never bring it up. Never want to talk about it again. Like at the end of the day, you cheated. So Mm -hmm. yeah. Exactly. Anywho. Back to the writers guild that is <laughs> divided into <laughs> So Pandora is sitting down with Stassi at Sir. Um and Stassi, you know, is like Pandora is her boss at the Divine Addiction, but Pandora is also her quote unquote friend. And then she said that she doesn't want to be at Sir forever and she's using writing as her launching pad to have a career in fashion. Which I really could, I could, if Stassi took her shit at the Divine Addiction seriously, I could see how she definitely could have segued into that. Well, and she did. Like, she had her own, like, style diaries by Stassi's um, blog situation that she did before the podcast. And I liked it. I liked it a lot. Yeah. Okay. Um, Yeah, but... um... Typical Stassi here in her um, white privilege. She has not been actually doing the work for <laughs> the blog that she's, oh, not blog. What did we call it? What is she going to call it's it? It's an online magazine. Online magazine. She has not been doing the work for the online magazine as she should be. Um, so Pandora is calling her out on that because Pandora is your friend second, your boss first. Correct. Um, so she's like, you know, your your work has fallen off. And then Stassi snaps back and was like, don't even start that. Like with that type of tone in her voice, mm. bitch, it would have been like, you know what? I won't start shit. Your services are no longer needed. Like the mm-hmm. fuck? for her to think that she could just talk to whoever any type of way, it's very cringe. But also Stassi, they let her. They They do let her. They let her. So like at the same time, it's their fault um, for condoning that type of behavior. So Pandora then goes on to say, like, we haven't gotten an article from you in weeks. <laughs> um, and then Stassi's like, well, it's because we can never align on a topic. Like I give you topics I want to write about and you don't approve it. And it's like, yes, Stassi, she's your fucking boss. Hello? She owns fucking magazine. So yeah, she can be like, yeah, I don't want that shit on my fucking magazine, on my website my electronic digital magazine um (laughs) is that concept it's so basically you just have a web page right or does it turn pages like in a magazine i wonder i think it's probably more like a website but i actually don't know how it works let's let's google and see (laughs) if it even still exists right that part also so then pandora she really hits hits home when she says you know we're having to bring in new writers and I don't want this to come as a surprise to you but one of those new writers is Sheena Mm. and you would have thought she told Stassi that she was adopted because (laughs) Stassi just freaks the fuck out like why would you bring Sheena blah 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 and then Stassi's like isn't she a pop star (laughs) and Pandora's like she has a degree in journalism she's also a writer and so Stassi, you know, just typical Stassi is like, well, this is just going to turn your magazine into a joke. And I'm like, okay, Stassi, but who the fuck are you? Like, how is your article any more credible credible than what Sheena would be writing? You both work at a fucking restaurant. <laughs> like Frank said, the shit's a blog. It's a blog. <laughs> right. <laughs> so like, let's be honest. Is the shit eat, like, I mean, is it already a joke or what? Because I don't see how adding Sheena's column about makeup is going to make it any more of a joke than you writing about your fucking statement necklaces. So whatever. Stassi goes to her, um, <laughs> her, what does she go to? Her confessional. Mm-hmm. And she says, Sheena is an no, she didn't say this in the confessional. No, she, she says to she Pandora. To Pandora. She's like, she is an ass sucker. Sorry. And she's sucking on your ass right now. And I'm like, <laughs> who the fuck says that? A. And then who says that to their fucking boss? Stassi. A? Wait, no, let me back it up. Nastasia Bianca Schroeder Clark. That's who. Her middle name's Bianca. Yeah. Nastasia Bianca. Mm-hmm. I feel like she talks about this in a later episode. But do you remember? Did you ever watch the Rescuers? That movie with the mice. The with the mice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds 
familiar. Yeah, and she's named after one of the mice, played by Eva or Zsa Zsa Gabor, one of the two. Her mother named her after a mouse? Mm-hmm. I think the mouse's name is Bianca or something like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. That's her middle That's name, mouse. at least. <laughs> okay. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> um, <laughs> so Pandora left her blow up, which I'm like, mm, I don't know. I just would have given her the axe. I'm sure you got plenty of other people writing for you. I mean, if you need Stassi's article, then you should probably just cancel your webpage. But basically, whatever. I looked it up. It is giving um, Rome by Landon. By Landon? (laughs) It's basically, I don't know if you can see it. I'm trying to get this. It's basically just like a blog with just different like pages and stuff. So it is a blog basically it's now called the very vanderpump it's no longer called the divine addiction oh she couldn't make it on her own with the divine addiction so she had to like piggyback off of her mom's name image and likeness with very i mean that's her name too though it is yeah but you know she probably went with the divine addiction because she wanted to you know chart her own path in life and then no i think lisa was always involved oh okay gotcha yeah and yes the mouse's name is miss bianca played by eva gabor wow yeah so glad that i'm named after a basketball player and a singer (laughs) and not a mouse that's wild okay (laughs) so pandora lets her blow up and then she's like but you know like very calmly pandora's like you know either you get on board or you don't (laughs) um and stassi is like fine end of conversation i'll think about everything i mean in a tone worse than that and then storms off and i'm just like Mm -hmm who the fuck do you think you are i'll think about everything you don't have to we don't need you Mm-mm. sorry if that was misconstrued in me communicating to you that your work has fallen off but we do not need your participation in this online digital blog magazine <laughs> but sure fucking no but you know who do who does need her Jax taylor so <laughs> we see jackson schwartz walking into a tattoo shop and Jax is trying to get his tribal tattoo covered up with a tattoo of a koi fish for some reason. Um, he then shares Stassi's rules for getting back together, which I think he's interpreted these things as rules. I think these were the things that she just complained about, about him as a 33-year-old man, but whatever. Um, her rules were that he should get his own apartment, get rid of the tribal tattoo, and get a new job. So he's done now two out of three. We just need the third figured mm-hmm. out. Um, so he is, I guess, working through those steps. And Jax, they're talking about like what he's going to get. And he's kind of having the guy like map out the koi fish part of it. And then Jax says to Schwartz, would you dare me to get Stassi's name tattooed on me? And Schwartz is like, uh, no, I definitely wouldn't. As they're sucking on these lollipops. I'm like, what is with everybody in suckers on television? I don't understand. <laughs> but anyways, so Jax decides to do it. And he somehow has her signature memorized, which is wild. Like, I don't think Derek could tell you what my signature looked like if you asked him. I can't even tell you what my signature looks like half the time. It's always different. But he knows what it looks like. And so much so that he's able to mimic it for the tattoo artist who actually, like, when you look at her signature, it looks spot on. It's wild. So he decides that he's going to get her name, Brandon, on the inside of his left arm. When I say Brandon, I mean, like, he is Brandon, but it's a tattoo. <laughs> and he wants it on the inside of his left arm because it's closer to his heart as he shares with us and I was like how much of a loser are you just why why dude I don't understand and he's also tells us that he's doing this because of how much of a part of his life she has been and how much she pushes him to be a better man and he's like and I can always look down and she'll be there <laughs> loser fucking loser Jack you're a loser truly truly it's insane to me um I just can't now granted Michael and I have talked about getting matching tattoos of what not each other's names I hope absolutely not okay and that is like you know if and when we were to ever get married um yeah so anything prior to and hell even at that point it's still risky you know (laughs) um but yeah at that point I would like there's no way that I could a just be dating someone and get their name tattooed on me or at this point not be dating them we're exes ex exactly which is in fucking sane but for those of you who are equally insane tell us 
would you date like if you're just dating someone would you get their name tattoo because I know some people who like love tattoos so much they're just like well tattoos tell a story and so like it's just part of my story regardless of if I'm with that person or not and so I know some people who like take that approach and they're like whatever fuck it and then just mm-hmm. leave that person's name on them couldn't be me because yeah. I love tattoos also but it's like if we're not together you're dead it's to me. Not happening. It literally dead to me. Oh my god! Could you I imagine? Want to kill you? Could um, you imagine if Dad had gotten every girl he's ever dated tatted on him? Like if he had any tattoos, he would need like both arms. He would literally. <laughs> he, oh my gosh! He would need like both arms and at least half his face. Wow. Yeah, guys, don't do it. <laughs> just don't. <laughs> just don't say do no. It. Like drugs, just, just no names as tattoos. Don't do it. Unless it's like your child or something. Like someone who's never going to not be with you. You're like your mom. Mom's right. Are right. <laughs> not not, right. Your, not your partners. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that is so funny. Yeah, yeah. Don't do it. Um, <laughs> but I mean, the tattoo was cute though. Uh, oh no yeah it was really nice it was really uh, well done artistry yeah yeah um so we go back to tom and Kristen's, and tom is still putting together his coffee table (laughs) this is now the third scene in which we are seeing tom granted i know this was you know they put this out of sequence or whatever but it probably did really take him a really long time to get this table together um, and so he makes the comment that he's the precision guy and that Kristen's not the precision person. So like, this is the job for him. And I'm like, what, Tom? Mm-hmm. Cause you know, it also takes precision lying and you're a terrible liar. So respectfully, I don't think you're precise. Is he a terrible liar though? Yeah. How? What do you mean? How? I mean, are we talking about Tom in season two Vanderpump? Or are we talking about Tom now? I would say both Toms. Really? Here's the deal. In terms of like the cheating part and keeping it a secret. Yeah. No. But the shit that he tries to spin to justify it. Those oh, lies. Okay. Awful. Got it. Got it. He can got keep it, a it. secret. Now that he can do. It's different from lying. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah. Good point. Good point. Good point. Okay. Yep. Um, and then he's like, I'm trying to fix my relationship, but I can't even fix his fucking coffee table. He's so dramatic, but I just love it. Oh, dramatic. (laughs) Also. A true cancer. Oh, yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. Also, did you see that he's coming out with a podcast? It's already out. There is an episode out. I haven't listened to it yet, but I have to. I have to hear it. I know. I know. I do too. I do too. And did you see now Tom Sandoval is the scum of the fucking earth. Truly. And. I hope he gets back all the shitty things he's done to everybody in his life tenfold. And I know that'll happen. Mm -hmm. Um, But the promo, did you watch his promo Mm -hmm. for it? Fucking genius. His PR team. Oh, he finally got a new one that's actually doing good things. I don't know if they're a new team or if they just started eating their Wheaties and spinach every morning. Like, (laughs) I think they're generating some better fucking ideas. But fuck yo he they nailed it i'll send it to you on instagram okay look at yeah i was like dang that was that's kind of badass um so yeah after that literally not even a minute and a half scene we go back to sir again and so lisa is pulling katie aside to tell him or to tell her that she does not think it's going to be a good idea for tom schwartz to come work at sir and she doesn't explain i don't think she said it was because of what happened the drama is sheena's but we all know, based yeah. on the conversation at Villarosa with Sheena, Pandora, and Lisa, that it's because Sheena tattletailed. Because when she told Lisa what happened, Lisa goes, and see, that is exactly why Tom Schwartz will not be coming to work at Sir, period. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then Sheena, in her confessional, was like, man, cause drama at my birthday party and trying to get a job at Sir, not the best timing or some bullshit like yeah. that. Like, how childish are you? Like, say Tom Schwartz truly needed a job. And you're trying to block somebody's blessing like that. That karma is not good. And it came back. Don't worry. It came back to her. It has. It has. Yep. Um, after that, after she tells Katie what or Katie that that's not going to happen, we see Sheena propped up at the hostess stand with her foot on a stool. 
And I'm just like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. it, it's so fucking extra. Right. So extra. Um, so Stassi, you know, marches over there and demands that Sheena goes to have a conversation with her in the back alley. And Sheena's like, we're working. I'm not doing that right now. And then Stassi's all like, oh, well, I guess she, or no, Sheena's like, we can have the conversation right here. And Stassi's like, I'm not doing that. Then she's trying to act like she's Miss fucking professional Barbie. And right. it's like, have this conversation in front of everybody in the restaurant while we're on the clock, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, so now you don't want to. Right. Have... Okay. Got it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she's like, well, you just can't handle it then. You just can't handle it if you want to come talk to me right now. And it's like, bitch, she's fucking working. And so <laughs> are you. What are you not understanding? Also, she doesn't even know what you're mad at her about. Like she has <laughs> no idea. So of course she's not going to be like, oh yeah, let me go right. talk to her. Let's go have this conversation that I don't even know what it's going to fucking entail. So Stassi goes to the back alley anyway with Katie to explain that Sheena is being a quote unquote punk in her eyes. And so Sheena does end up hobbling her way back to the alley <laughs> to sit down and she sees Katie out there. She's like, I mean, if we're going to have this conversation, it's going to be a one-on-one. So Katie gets up and leaves. Um, so Stassi goes in and was it, does she bring up her working at the divine addiction and then that's the issue or does yeah. she pick up that she's turned Pandora and Lisa against her? It's like the the entry issue is that now she's working at the divine addiction and she's like oh my god you know how much I love makeup like of course this is fun for me and then she goes into the whole other piece of like and again you're inserting yourself into something that I was already doing right and how fucking funny was it when Stassi was like aren't you a singer and (laughs) Sheena was like how do you expect me to dance with this talking about the hematoma Bitch, uh, it's temporary. Yeah. Are you kidding me? That's what is what wrong with right. you? It's, you're not going to be in a wrapped up, propping your foot up on a stool for your whole life, Sheena. You didn't get your leg amputated. You have also, a fucking bruise. If you were a real singer, you would just Adele that shit and just sit on a fucking stool and sing. Adele yeah. doesn't move. Exactly. Exactly. But then Stassi in her confessional, <laughs> she was like, so what you're saying is if I get a paper cut and then I'm just going to go to the studio and start laying down shitty tracks. <laughs> and I was like, that's valid. That is valid. <laughs> but Sheena just doesn't have a clap back. She doesn't know how to clap back. She really hasn't found a way to clap back at people until the last episode of season 10 of Vanderpump Rules. So yeah. Um, but yeah, then Stassi goes on to complain about how she's turned Lisa and Pandora against her well, how do they know I didn't call you after your huge oral surgery? And then Sheena starts to get all fucking teary-eyed. She was like, because no, it did. And it's like, Sheena, if you don't fucking let it go, just let it go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like Elsa said. <laughs> right. Just true. let it go. We then go back to Tom and Kristen's apartment. <laughs> and Kristen walks in and immediately looks pissed off because Tom is still working on this coffee table and he has literally made no progress the legs look like they are inverted in a way that would never make sense for a coffee table (laughs) and Kristen is just like obviously justifiably like dude what the fuck and she's like it's like Legos I don't understand why they keep referring to Legos like that is some kind of like training for putting together furniture but apparently when you come from the Midwest that's what the people think I don't know so then Kristen offers to help and bosses up, gets the table together in literal minutes. And then Tom, as he's putting it in place, almost breaks the shit. And she's like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, stop. And she was like, there, we're done. He's like, we did it. And she's like, no, I did it. I did it, asshole. And then to celebrate his success, Tom goes over to Jax's house to help him pick out an outfit for his date with Stassi. And also because he heard about the new tattoos. And so Tom's like, yeah, like Kristen loves comparing me to Jax. And so he now he's like, you know, what am I supposed to do? Get Kristen tattooed on my arm? And we later learn why the comparison between Kristen or between Jax and Tom is so much more disturbing than it just initially seems to be on the surface because it's also weird. Kristen says, Mm -hmm. Jax is like a brother to me. So whatever. And again, also has not done anything that I would have seen between season one and two that would justify any kind of comparison between them. But 
Not at all. Whatever. I guess maybe the, like the desperately trying to get back in Stassi's good graces. But I was like, also, Kristen, you didn't break up with him, nor did you make him move out. So y'all just are not even near the same situation, but okay. And Jax is telling us how he is excited because he said he's going to make tonight's situation with Stassi feel more like a date. And after they pick out a shirt that gets fucked up by Jax's new tattoos and Jax (laughs) is like all ready to go. He is heading out and Scannable's like, yes, this is gangsta. And then makes a joke like, let's make like a baby and head out. And it takes Jax about two minutes to actually get said joke because apparently he's never heard that before. And I was like, oh my. I have never heard that before. Really? No. I was like, like you never heard like, let's make like a tree and leave? No. <laughs> I've heard people tell those jokes a lot. So I got it. But you know, baby that. like heads out. It comes out. Uh, yeah. I mean, first. I get it. But like, yeah, I, I've never heard that outside of tom sandoval saying it yeah i've only heard it in reference to people like leaving a place that's the only time i hear those jokes but anyways i haven't heard them in a long time and then also i think it was funny that the shirt that got fucked up was jack's quote-unquote custom shirt from dolce and gabbana and tom was like oh you had it custom made and jack's like no like the salesperson helped me pick it out it's like that's not that makes it custom (laughs) it's not custom jack and let's be honest it was probably on the fucking clearance rack i highly doubt your sir salary would afford you the opportunity to buy a custom Dolce Gabbana shirt. No, the only thing I could think of is that maybe he did a photo shoot for Dolce yes. Gabbana and he got to take a shirt home. Shirt, exactly. Maybe, like, but that—that's literally it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so back to fucking sir for the last time in this episode. I feel like that's all we said. And back to sir. And back to sir. And back to sir. <laughs> um, Sheena is still playing hostess because of her hematoma. So Stassi goes up to Sheena and says that she needs to stop filling her section. And Sheena's like, well, um, I'll work on that. And Stassi's like, there's nothing to work on. Just stop doing it. And she's like, well, I haven't been told to stop seeding your section. So I'm not going to stop seeding your section. (laughs) So I don't know what transpires between that. And then the next clip where we see Stassi pulling Christina and Katie in the bathroom because Stassi is changing to go on her date with Jax that she claims is not a date she says they're just going to dinner and Christina and Katie are both like yeah okay sure Jax is gonna look at it as a fucking date and she's like well it doesn't matter I'm hungry (laughs) and we have we've we've heard or we've learned that at this point in the in Vanderpump Rules history the cast wasn't making a lot of money they were really struggling before Vanderpump even came on air so I think it makes perfect sense that Stassi's like fuck it I don't care like I need a free meal and I'm gonna go get one which in all actuality Jax probably also didn't pay for this meal production probably paid for it but whatever nonetheless I respect you girl because a girl gotta eat um we sure do yeah so Christina she's like okay and knowing both of them knowing that Stassi has slept with Jax three times since they have broken up um Christina was like okay we'll put on your chastity belt and put on four more pairs of underwear and you'll be ready to go and then Katie's like keep your legs closed and your mind on Jesus thank you Um, and so Stassi walks out to the infamous back alley where Jax picks her up. Um, he is being very chivalrous in this moment because he has opened her car door and she's like, you don't do that when you're just going to dinner. And he's like, no, we're not going to dinner. We're going on a date. And she's like, no, it's not a date. We're going to dinner, whatever. Stassi, like, come on, girl. It's a dinner date. Like just, you know, it is what it is. Even though we know that you're just going for your free meal and to just seek Jax grovel a little bit more. Exactly. So they arrived to the strip mall restaurant called Bosque. Really classy jacks. But apparently it's cute and it looks cute inside. It's just like it's in a strip mall. So did you try very hard? And also if you're not mm-hmm. paying for this, we could have gone somewhere fancier, but whatever. Their taste was not where it is now. And so Stassi's basically just sitting there looking like so unimpressed and really just uninterested. And like, I just want to get my food, drink my wine and then like get the fuck out. And so she asked to see his new tattoo and he's like, oh, not tonight, not tonight. I want you to see it when it's healed. And he's telling us like, it's not going to have the same impact until it's healed. But she's really actually like super annoyed about it. And then she like keeps egging him on to show it and he won't he's like my arm is sore and insert like five million other excuses about it and so then he randomly but 
successfully tries to change the subject and asks him about how things are going with Sheena and Stassi fills him in on what has recently happened. They order. And then Jax comes back to, well, you know, I feel so bad for Shay because he like run or Sheena like runs their relationship. And he's like, I thought my life was ruined. And then Stassi is like, you do whatever the fuck you want. I don't run you. And he's like, well, I'm trying to show you that I've changed for you and I've done these things that you've asked me to do. And Stassi says, yeah, as a 33-year-old should be doing things. Like, <laughs> I shouldn't have to tell you what you need to do to be more of an adult. And also, these things don't make up for the fact that you have lied and that you've cheated. And she's like, you're not honest. And I want you to be honest. You haven't changed. And I don't trust you. And then she's like, sorry, I'm so trustworthy. And that it's so easy to be in love with me. <laughs> and then he asks her, if she wants him to move on. And she says, yeah, like you haven't proven yourself. You're a liar and I don't trust you. And he says, I'll always love you. And I wish I could take back what I did. And then she just gets really upset. And then they leave. They continue arguing in the car as he's going to drop her off. And she's trying to stop it, but he just keeps like going on and on and on and on. And then he brings up Frank and He's like, I can't go through this again. And she's like, you're not going to make me cry. Or you're like, you're not going to cry and make me feel bad for you. Like, I don't give a fuck that you're crying right now. And I, again, feel like she's truly bossed up because I feel like she's like, I know I don't deserve this. And when I watch you cry, I think about that. This was how I felt when I was with you. And now this is how you feel because you don't have me. And I would say overall, she's mostly handled this breakup pretty well. And so they get to her house and he basically like keeps trying to argue. And she's like, you can't yell because I have neighbors and I'm not fucking up my living situation. And eventually he lets her go. And so she's walking in and he just stands there looking all like sullen and finally leaves in his beat up truck. And that's where the episode ends. Yeah. So it was, it was a heavy hitter good episode too. I really feel like there weren't many episodes in this season like I think this season shit hits quick and it hit hard mm-hmm. it hit fast like there aren't too many episodes that are just like fillers yeah <laughs> so lots of good shit um in this episode I would say my overall stop my overall thoughts <laughs> my overall thoughts because I was getting ready to say Stassi Stassi is just queen B. Mm-hmm. Like in every aspect of her life, like even in the situation with Pandora and Lisa, not really talking to her, quote unquote, treating her differently because of how she uh, didn't check on Sheena after her surgery. But like at the same time, they're still giving her the time of day. Right. You know, so it's like over her friends, she runs them over Jack. She runs them. I mean, at sir, she runs, sir. It's like, really, we're just watching. It's like Queen Circe from Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. That is Stassi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. why she loves her so probably much. this whole season the, these last season and this season we can refer to Stasi as queen Cersei for sure mm-hmm. yeah i think that Jax just wants to be punished i mean everything from like continuing to grovel over her to getting this tattoo of her name the dinner just everything he just can't move on effectively and i don't really know why because as we move into our savage af thoughts Stassi's fucking toxic and yeah. Jax I don't understand why you want to be with her because again you could just go and get any chick like who would probably treat you better and you could just start with a clean slate with like she is super toxic you all are toxic together and you see it you acknowledge it because you also said last episode that your life has been better without her in it so why do you want her back exactly exactly so that's your savage of take my savage of take even though stassi is toxic as fuck stassi say as first of all because we know how hard it is for men to be vulnerable right yeah like i feel like if a man is vulnerable with you i know he's fucked up but it's like damn i don't know create the space for them to be vulnerable and like when they're vulnerable don't make them feel like damn I should like don't make them regret that moment of vulnerability (laughs) but for for him to be boohoo crying on this drive to drop Stassi off and Stassi's like you're not gonna make me feel bad for you (laughs) fucking savage 
Yes. But at the same time, like, yeah, he fucked up, but like, it is what it is. Like, yeah, you're not going to make me feel bad for you because you put me through fucking hell. So, mm-hmm. sorry. Where a lot of chicks would have been like, oh, oh my gosh. Okay. So, like, I get it, but it's just like, damn. That but you crazy. also have to wonder how many times he's cried to her and still has not changed true. his behavior. So exactly. she's like, no, I'm just done. Yeah. yeah. Crocodile tears will only get you so far. Exactly. Yeah. And mm-hmm. my white privilege moment for this episode is ding, 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 Dashina again complained to Lisa about what happened at her birthday party, resulting in Schwartz not getting hired for the job at Sir and Sheena not giving a fuck. Like, sorry, I don't care if you need a job. I don't care if you're trying to have more stability in your life. I don't think that you should get to work here basically because you fucked up my birthday party. Seriously, Sheena? Seriously? Yeah, that was fucked up. It was very fucked up. I would say my white privilege moment from this episode is like Kristen from last episode when she just feels like she could talk to her bosses any type of way. Stassi talking to Pandora, you know, the way in the tone in which she spoke to her. Like, first of all, I I don't understand. Like if my boss is one of my friends, I'm going to give you even more respect in the professional mm-hmm. setting because we have a personal relationship. Yeah. So for Stassi to like do the opposite of that and think because of their personal relationship, she can just say whatever the fuck she wants and like treat people, talk to people, however the fuck she wants. I think that's so fucked up. If you mm-hmm. or I, like, let's say Pandora was our boss. Do we really think Pandora is going to like sit here and let some little black girl talk shit on her? Nope. Talk shit to her? with attitude no fucking no (laughs) so yes white people enjoy your white privilege it must be (laughs) i'm gonna be honest it must be (laughs) it really must be like just being able to go out in the world day to day do whatever the fuck you want when shit don't go your way just be able to cry and then like Mm -hmm. everything miraculously is better yeah i am envious of you all because of that other than that you know to hell with you but yes (laughs) That really must be nice. Must be Mm -hmm. nice. Enjoy it. Enjoy it because it truly is a fucking privilege. If you had to walk in our shoes, you couldn't fucking take it. Clearly. Because y'all cry over some of the dumbest shit. Y'all cry over shit that we're like, oh, that just happened. Okay. That's cool. That ain't ain't that bad. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know? So, yeah. Very much so. Well, on that note, that is it for this week, friends. So thank you all for tuning in again. We will be back next week with episode three when we are assuming that now Queen Ariana is going to enter the chat. Um, Until then, you can find us at Savage Reality Podcast on Instagram. DM us if you have questions or email us at realityforsavages at gmail.com. Also, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to help the people find us. Stay tuned and we will see you next week. Bye, sister. Peace.